Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This is going to be an earth-shattering, fire and brimstone, hell-raising episode that is going to wipe our listeners off the face of the earth. Your co-host, Steve Cypress, here with the one and only Mr. Everett Fornell. I love it. I love it. They're gonna, we're Everett, gonna if them. you don't talk about everything the, the way I want to talk about on this episode, I'm going to blow you off the face of the earth. I can't even say it with don't, a straight don't face. You, don't, don't you think, Steve, that that, that, that is maybe a little, a little inflammatory, a little too inflammatory? People believe that Trump means it when he says that. I can't even say it with a straight face. At least he can say it with a straight face and go, yeah, we're going we're gonna to nuke you. Like, sure. And, but all the anti-Trumpers actually believe, oh, man, he shouldn't have the nuclear codes. He's crazy. That's unpresidential. That's, infl- that's the first time any president has, and he sounds like the lunatic in North Korea. What's going on? It's all crazy. <laughs> I mean, come you on now. If Trump really just wanted to have some, some entertainment, then that's exactly what he would say. He'd come out and say, oh, I'll tell you what, if they don't stop whatever they're doing, we're going to nuke them. And then just well, watch, it, as usual, no matter what he says, because it really is no matter what he says, isn't it? The press explodes. <laughs> doesn't matter. Well, here's the funny thing, Steve. Everybody's going crazy because he said this, but this is the same guy who, during the election, refused to say what he would do to combat ISIS because if he was elected, he didn't want to give away his strategy. So people like completely forget that he has a very reasonable approach to military matters and doesn't want to say what he's going to do. And then they just go bonkers, like, oh my God, he's running around with his finger on the button. It also uh, divides. I mean, it uncovers two truths about the anti-Trumpers. Number one, they're anti-Trumpers. So they're just uh-huh. going to be against him no matter what. And number two, they at least act like they don't understand the first clue of negotiating. They're either disingenuine, with I, which I believe. I believe their anti-Trumperism trumps their sanity and their intelligence, that they actually do know that the first step to negotiating is to act like you're taking a hard position that's outrageous so you can win something in return, like that you say this so that it brings them to the table and it gets them to say, uh-oh, you're for China says, I believe that, we better do something, and it gets people to act. But otherwise intelligent people want us to believe that they suddenly forget that or don't know that or don't realize it and just go, Trump's a lunatic. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's a lunatic. Uh... He somehow graduated with an Ivy League graduate degree and became a self-made multi-billionaire and then defeated 16 Republican candidates and the greatest political machine in the history of the earth to win the presidency. He must be a total idiot. He must be a moron and a lunatic and crazy. He must be an, a, a crazy old man. <laughs> He's just crazy. And Which don't forget, the he, he thing, by the way, they say about this uh, this uh, this fat pipsqueak guy over in North Korea, like he's crazy. <laughs> he's just crazy. He's a lunatic. Do you, 
does anyone really think that he's a lunatic? So he is just, the way he's starving his own country and setting himself up to be worshipped, and any time if they had an election, he would get 117% of the vote. And <laughs> even his own brother, he kills him if he says anything against him. I mean, he is completely ruling with an iron fist. The entire country does anything he wants because he's a lunatic. <laughs> it's all luck. It's just, it's just a happenstance. Just, oh, maybe the Russians interfered with North Korea, too. That's how he's that's running it. North Korea. Maybe that's why. You have figured it out. And maybe anyone else that is running a country anywhere that the anti-Trumpers and the left doesn't like, it must be because somebody colluded to make that happen. That's funny. Here's well, the I, deal. The guy's the president, right? I saw something on the news that said there's an article in one of the anti-Trump newspapers that questioned whether Donald Trump should even have the nuclear codes. You know, because he's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, so that's insane. All that's I could think of right away is like, okay, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I wonder if he should have it. Okay, so who else then? Who else? I, I, I mean, I haven't well, read that article, clearly. but I'm guessing if I read through the whole article, is it going to ever state who it would possibly make sense else would have the well, nuclear codes? Obviously, I mean, they want Hillary to have the nuclear codes. Well, but, I mean, these anti-Trumpers are left they, they complain when he had a general and he hired him to run the White House staff. Oh, he's militarizing the White House. You know, they hate the military. Like, I'm like, hmm, they militarized the White House. I, I'm glad they never did that before in our country, like maybe George Washington. <laughs> military, the White House, that was the original White House. It was militarized. The president was running. Give go. me a break. I mean, the president was a general. But I digress. The, uh, it, the point is, it, it, they're like... Flying off you know the what, handle, anti-Trump world, he shouldn't have the nuclear codes. So I love what you say, oh, Hillary, and, I, and I'll bet they believe that, that Hillary should instead. So let's put a constitutional amendment that says every four years we have an election, and here's the deal. The winner gets to be president. The loser gets to have the nuclear codes. Gets the nuclear codes. How would that I make any sense? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I, look. It is a good time to be in the podcasting business. That's all I've got to say. Because uh, <laughs> it is truly a ridiculous surface. But, but I mean, that's every a day. Lesson. I mean, when, I, yeah. when we talk for like five minutes before we turn on the recording for this call every time, we go, what do you want to talk about? There were way too many topics. We can oh, talk yeah, about that's, anything. That's the biggest problem we have. Trump just I mean, amazing. I mean, is there anything else even going on ever in the news? The, the biggest problem we have is not a lack of things to talk about. It's whittling down the 4,000 topics every week. But well, that's we what wanna, it is. So let's get to the point get, for the, you know, we've yeah, had we a lot of fun here, and we're not going to stop having fun, but let's get to the point of the business lesson to be learned from Donald Trump here. And it's got to do, from what we discussed, with this whole aspect of, gee, for 20 years or whatever, American presidents have been negotiating with North Korea to stop their nuclear proliferation and not do it and do whatever and whatever. And so Trump also, being, of course, Mr. Art of the Deal negotiator, is negotiating and his State Department is negotiating. But at some point, it comes to a point where you say the negotiations are just not working and there's a time where you've got to take action and you've got to use force. And that relates to every business owner, does it not? Yeah, you have to know when the right thing to do is, for lack of a better term, crush the threat that's coming at your business. And when the right thing to do is to negotiate to dissolve or come to an agreement or somehow mitigate the threat through a negotiating process. And, well, I, I and mean, this happens, is, like you said, coming to a business from the outside, but it also happens from the inside. If I have a toxic sure. employee, there's a time to sit them down and say, here's the deal. You've got to stop doing this, blah, blah, blah. And there's a time to just say, you're out. 
Yeah, yeah, you're you're gone. You're I mean, fired. These you're fired. As a business owner, these situations are coming up all the time, which is again why, I, to me, these anti-Trumpers. I mean, none of them has ever run anything because when you're running something, this is part of your responsibility. You're going to get attacked from the outside. You're going to have cancers from the inside, and there's time to negotiate. And maybe even when I just brought up the cancer, I mean, there's time to say I'm going to change my diet, or I'm going to try this, or I'm going to try a non-invasive whatever. And then there's time to say, you know what, we got to have surgery, you just got to go in and you got to take it out. Yeah, cut that thing out. Sure. And the same thing can be said about a lawsuit. You've got to know when paying a nuisance suit is a good idea and just writing a check for the money. And you've got to know when going and hiring an attorney and going whole hog after somebody in order to get the lawsuit thrown out is the well, right that's idea. that's a great point you bring up. So let me ask yeah. you this, because there's sometimes the situations are kind of switched for those. Like maybe there's a time where it would be cheaper to go through the lawsuit and other times it'd be cheaper to, but, but it's more expensive expensive to make a deal. Like you would win the lawsuit. So it'd be cheaper to go through the lawsuit and you'd win, but it's more expensive to write the check in a settlement where technically that means you're losing where you would have won. Sometimes it's smarter to do that. And sometimes it's smarter to, even for a small sum of money, to pay the lawyer his big fee and go through all that to make the point. So when does a business owner know what to do? Well, I I think... For me, what, what kind of controlled it for me was it always was based on my contracting company used to do insurance work. So I have sued hundreds of insurance. I've been involved in hundreds of lawsuits as a plaintiff. In the contracting field, if you're in it long enough, you're going to be, you're going to get sued somewhere. So two or three times in my 15 years in the business, I have had somebody file a suit against us. What I tried to do was I tried to look at it from the point of view of what is going to be in the long-term best interest of the company. So sometimes, like you said, it's not in the long-term best interest because honestly, if it was something that was going to distract me for a long time, it might be better to write a big check and get out from under the lawsuit, even if I'm right, even if I would win the lawsuit and it's cheaper to hire an attorney and have the attorney fight it, if it's going to be distracting me and we're going to be doing depositions and there's going to all the employees are going to be going in and it's going to affect morale and there's going to be a bunch of brouhaha, sometimes it's better for the long term of the company just to write a check. Other times when you might be able to write a check for almost nothing, it's better for the long-term interest of the company to fight the lawsuit, even though it's, it costs more money to fight the lawsuit. Well, why would that be? Well, because if you're in a business that, that experiences nuisance lawsuits, then what happens is once the attorneys, the local attorneys get the idea, and lo- by local, obviously, in geographic, but even the attorneys in the niche that you're working in, once they get an idea that you'll settle, then you're going to get, start getting sued more and more and more. For example, and I know this isn't a business, this is a municipality, but it, it's still, in this particular case, it still is the same kind of idea. Many years ago, a city in Florida called Clearwater decided that they would not pay any lawsuit if they were right. So this is mostly around police, you know, around the police department. So police officers would tackle somebody when they were in the middle of committing a crime and they'd get a little owie and then an attorney wants to sue the law, the, the police department because they tackled the person. Well, the city said, we're not settling no matter what. And while in the first year it cost them a lot of money, over the next 10 years, they saved millions, they saved millions and millions and millions of dollars because all the attorneys stopped suing them because they, because they wouldn't settle. 
So it, you've really got to take a look at what's in the long-term best interest of the business. Now, that's a little more complicated than we normally give on these quick podcasts. Well, it is, and we're almost but getting to our advanced tip, but I'll bring it back to yeah. Trump because I remember during the campaign, Trump saying things, and I think it was this whole Trump's fake university deal something or other, and it was like, oh, we'll win that lawsuit. You know, we won't settle because, like you just said, if we settle, we get known for settling, and then everyone will just sue us, and so we mm-hmm. don't settle. We don't settle. And then, of course, very quietly, I think I heard, he settled. Yeah. You know, as the business owner, you got to know what's the smart thing to do, and you got to have the right advisors around you to help you with this. Uh, every Absolutely. business, you know, business owners tend to. My first multi-million dollar business that I ran into the ground was mainly because I didn't have advisors. I ran the whole thing seat of my pants. It got me to where I was, but then it also got me to where I ended up, which is I then destroyed the business. But I, I had this hubris of like, I know what I'm doing, and look how good I am. And but you really want to run your business properly. You want to get the right advisors, of course, the right attorney, the right accountants, but the right board of directors, the right mentors, the right consultants, the right coaches, the right surround yourself with the right advice. But when it comes right down to it, you're the business owner and you've got to make the decision. Right. That's the more advanced tip, so I won't get into that. But absolutely, I agree with you 100%, Steve. I think you hit the nail. Well, and speaking of the advanced why don't I get it? You go to Lessons Learned from DonaldTrump.com. There'll be contact information for Everett. You'll see contact information for me. Call either one of us. We'll get on the phone. We'll share the advanced tip, and we'll take it a step further. We will also help you specifically implement it in your business in whatever problem you're having. That's how we leave the advanced tip every week, and that's it for the basic tip of the week. And as long as the entire world doesn't blow up because we have a lunatic blowing up the world and another lunatic on the other end of the world and the whole world is ending, we will be back next week with another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. My fingers are crossed. I can't sleep at night because I'm all worried. He shouldn't have the nuclear codes. He's a lunatic. He's crazy. He only won because of lucky collusion from somebody and uh, he's an idiot and whatever else anti-Trumper thing I could even say that I can't even think of, but I know there's plenty of them. And so that's it for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, and we will be back here again next week, barring thermonuclear annihilation of the entire planet, and we hope you'll join us then. Cheers. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time. Unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.